Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds. It's halfway to the end of the week, so let's celebrate. Also, Kingdom celebrate big time. The Chiefs re-signed Super Bowl champion Jet McKinnon back to the team. I'm glad he's coming back. Yeah, he is, and he will, re- in a sense, he provides a lot of depth to that team. You have to understand now, he's over 30 years old. And those running backs, they don't last very long. But McKinnon hasn't hasn't had a whole lot of beating during his life. I don't mean that in, in the physical sense as such. But he hasn't taken all that many hits. So he still has some speed left. But the Chiefs did make a rather crucial decision in regards to not signing another individual or at least not exercising the option. And that's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He will play assuming he doesn't get traded, which is unlikely, nor is he dropped from the team, which is unlikely since they'd owe him money. But he will play and suit up for the Chiefs this year, but then that'll be it. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's option was not renewed by the Chiefs, so as a result, he will be a free agent at the end of the season. That doesn't mean he won't re-sign with the Chiefs. He could, but I don't, I don't really perceive that as being the case. So he's done. He's making $2 million a year, plus some incentives that they have in the contract. But that'll be it for him, at least for now. He's done with the Chiefs. But you do have McKinnon, certainly, for this season. Yeah, the uh, Clyde situation is really weird. I don't know if he's got a bad taste in his mouth with the team because he was absent at the Super Bowl parade. I don't know if it's kind of one of those things where he's over it or because you really haven't seen a lot of him in the last, especially towards the end of last season. His front office reported yesterday that he was right there in the training room, right where he should be on the the first day that it opened up, which was yesterday. Got to give him the guy credit. That's good. He's coming back, and he's definitely going to have to work his ass for his job. I, you know, I think they kind of tried, in, in regards to him too, something else I wanted to say is that I think they tried to force him into a different running back role than he was accustomed to. He was more of an open space guy, catch and receive guy, and they didn't. They, they tried to turn him into a, a downhill back, which I don't think he, he really is. Um, but we'll see what happens in the future. All right, uh, speaking of football, Finally, uh, judgment has come down on a former uh, Las Vegas Raider for speeding over 100 miles an hour on the streets of Las Vegas, taking the lives of some innocent people. He's going to prison for a little while. Apparently so. The judge has not offered the uh, jurisdiction yet and what's going to happen to him. But this is Henry Ruggs you're making reference to, and this case has been on the, in the records now for over a year. The incident occurred in 2021. And over 100 miles an hour, he was 50 miles an hour shy of 200 miles an hour in the streets of Las Vegas, 156 to be specific, driving drunk and ran into a car, killed the driver and the driver's dog, burned them to death. It's just unconscionable what could have happened. But anyway, Henry Ruggs apparently will plead guilty to one count of DUI and one count of misdemeanor vehicular manslaughter and the prison term for that is from three to ten years i don't see how he can avoid prison but i'm sure he will not i'm sure the judge will offer a sentence of some sort but hopefully in this case that is just totally uh, unacceptable behavior 156 miles an hour and you slam into somebody and take two lives one of a dog come on this is this is he needs to be in, in prison for life, there, personal there, opinion. There aren't many places in that city that you can actually really comfortably go 150 miles an hour. I mean, even on the freeway, 
it's it there's I've never been a point in Las Vegas in any of the times I've been there where I'm like, you know what, this is an open stretch of highway, you could just floor it. He was doing it in the middle of the city. What a moron. All right, last but not least, uh, pretty big test for the Missouri State Baseball Bears last night. They were on the road. Did they get the dub? They played up in Kansas City, neutral site, because they played Omaha. It used to be Nebraska-Omaha, but now they just go by the city name, which a lot of these schools do. Bears fell behind. They allowed Omaha to get six runs in the first couple of innings. Bears are behind 6-2, to two, but this is a good offensive Bears team. Came back to win the game, Missouri State 11, Omaha 9, Great non-conference win, and now the Bears get set to go on the road to Murray State this weekend over in Kentucky. Should be some very interesting games. The Cardinals had their series start with pretty tough ombre yesterday, don't you think? This is really sobering. It's the Los Angeles Angels, and we'll talk about their lineup in a second, but the Cardinals get this, folks. Since the start of the season, they have not won a single series opening game. Think back to opening day, opened up the series, lost the Pittsburgh Pirates. They lost the next game, lost the next series opener, lost the next series opener, and they lose the series opener last night to the Los Angeles Angels. Their lineup not quite as strong as it normally was. Why is that? Because Soey Otani did not play last night. What's this? The team's leading hitter? Not the leading home run hitter. That's that's uh, the big kid Trout. But the leading hitter overall. Not in the lineup. Why? <laughs> because he pitches tonight, and you're not going to play a guy in the lineup on the night that he's pitching. That's right. Otani is a hitter as well as a pitcher. Anyway, Angels score four runs in the first inning off Stephen Matz, and that's it. That's the game. Five to one. The Cardinals uh, hitting is just, it's pop gun. They just can't get any kind of cohesive hitting going at all. And their record, there being the Cardinals, is now 10 wins. 20 losses. So it's a win for the Angels. They'll play again tonight up at Bush Stadium. Really got to start figuring things out in St. Louis if we want to have any kind of a season. Uh, The Royals are also um, on the field yesterday. Have they had any change to their luck? They had a little bit of hitting last night, scored seven runs, but the Baltimore Orioles scored 11. With Ryan Mountcastle, who is a 6'4 first baseman and a relative newcomer to the Orioles, Five RBIs. Five of the 11 runs scored were off his bat. That's pretty good. Anyway, 11-7, Orioles win. Kansas City's record is now seven wins, 23 losses. This is developing into a catastrophe up in Kansas City. (laughs) Said it before, say it again. I still think they are a better team than this, and I think they will come around somewhere along the line. And the Springfield Cashew Chickens, which is what they are for the month of May, but they're Springfield Cardinals, of course, did open up their series, a six-game series with the Arkansas Travelers, getting a win last night at Hammonds Field. It was Springfield 8, the Arkansas Travelers 6, and they play again today under the sun, and it should be just a great day. So we had game one between the Celtics and the 76ers the day before yesterday, so they were off last night, uh-huh. correct? correct? Who was on the court yesterday? There were a couple of games going, but before we get to that, I do want to mention that Joel Embiid of Philadelphia, who is their star player and did not play in that first game, his name yesterday is the NBA's most valuable player. First time he has won that, and that's that's a very big deal. He's had a terrific season. So congratulations to him. Is he in the lineup when they play again? Uh, we'll find out. Games last night, New York Knicks and the Miami Heat at Madison Square Garden. Miami had the lead for much of the game, but the Knicks won. 111-105, to 105, and that evens their series at a game apiece. And in the big one that's really making all the headlines, the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Lakers playing 
in San Francisco. Lakers won 117 to 112, so Los Angeles takes a one game to none lead in that series. And as far as the hockey is concerned, Florida Panthers now lead Toronto one game to none, and the Seattle Kraken lead the Dallas Stars one game to none. So those series are still fledgling in terms of their length, but pretty good to get that first game win. You're telling me we can see a uh, final where it's the Kraken versus the Panthers? Good. Good. Absolutely good. What year is it? What time is it? What day is it? Where the hell am I? Well, I figured that out, Ned. You have a great day.